Hey guys, it's Bianca, and you're listening to BS with Bianca Siobhan, a weekly podcast where I discuss the highs and lows of being a wife, mom, and everything in between. So if you're ready, let's do this. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of BS with Bianca Siobhan. It is I, your host, Bianca Siobhan, and we are on a roll. How are you guys doing this fine Sunday? Sundays are always the best time to reset, relate, and release, and I love doing that on Sundays. Um, What I actually mean to do is promote these podcasts. Like, let's be freaking real. I don't ever promote them, and I need to put myself on a schedule to do so and also make this a priority and a part of my routine. But anyway, that is not why we're here. We're here to talk about today's topic, which is the toxicity and the practically like mind numbing. And this is all my opinion, right? It's my podcast. So it's based on my opinion. But the mind meld or like mind control situation or what it does to your mind um, of hustle culture. So those like mom bosses, like MLM kind of like mind state. And the reason why I want to do this podcast um, or it's on my heart to do it um, for a a lot of reasons, Um, mainly is because I was watching a lot of documentaries on like MLMs um, and like different motivational speakers. I've watched some on the biggest person that I've watched that I think everybody would know of like of her like downfall and would be Rachel Hollis. And I didn't know about her too much until um, I think like earlier this year when she said like she didn't want to be relatable and all this other stuff um, when she kind of mess up her career on TikTok, but I hadn't known too much about her. Um, so I watched this video because the thumbnail was interesting. And then it kind of took me into the rabbit hole of different people that I believed, um, were like on the same kind of like hustle culture type of mentality, which is not a bad thing. Um, I don't want to put it out there as a bad thing. Like I said, this is just my my own opinions about the situation. So I do believe in a hustle and I believe in working towards your dreams, but I am a big, especially becoming a mom and gone through going through what I've gone through to bring my kids in the world, going through what I've gone through to become an adult. I am big on self-care and putting yourself first because Listen, we all die and I'll be in the same grave next to somebody who was a multimillionaire and we'll, we'll, we'll both be dead. So it's not the fact of hustle culture mentality being like not working on your goals. It's like hustle culture mentality of saying like you can sleep when you, when you, when you die, which you can. And if that's your mantra, when you're living your life, go for it. Like if you're out partying and living your best life and doing what you want to, and you just feel like if you sleep, you're missing out on so much of your life, then you do that. But if that's your mentality, when you're saying I have to hustle to get 
get money or I have to hustle to be somebody that I deem successful in this way, it can just become toxic because then you're putting so much importance on the material things that you're buying when you have this money instead of just relishing in the moment of you doing a good job. So sayings like rising grime in the early bird gets the worm really do something to my soul. I seen this Steve Harvey quote or Steve Harvey thing that said that if you live in Los Angeles, you can't wake up at eight because the stock market in New York is already open and it's 12. Well, if that's your job, then you can't. You're right. That's that's a completely, that's a true statement. You can't, but that's just not, that's just not what is relatable to everybody or people saying you have the same 24 hours in the day that Oprah does or that Beyonce does. Well, Beyonce is a mother. She's a beautiful mother, I'm sure, and is there for her kids, I'm sure. But it would be silly of me to think that Beyonce doesn't have help. She doesn't have a maid. She doesn't have a butler. She doesn't have a person to drive her around. She doesn't have a team of people who help her be Beyonce. And just like Oprah, she Oprah doesn't have any kids, right? But she has a team of people who help her be her best self. So if you are your own team, if it's you and your 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 partner being your team, that's with the team that you have. And you have to make sure your team is secure. If you're a single mother or a single woman or a single man or a single non-binary, whatever you go by, then you are your own team. And you have to do what's best for you. You have to cook for yourself. You have to make sure your, your laundry is folded. You have to put forth your best effort by yourself. So yes, those things are all well and mighty and are true. But you, it, you take, take it from me. You get so consumed with that idea. Like I have the same 24 hours as Beyonce, but shit, bitch, I'm Bianca, not Beyonce. And I don't have the same help that Beyonce has. And I don't have the money that Beyonce has. And yes, she worked for that money, but, but the money is what's helping her in to become who she is, to help her maintain her Beyonce-ness, help her maintain her openness, help her, help, uh, Joe Biden, run the country. It's a team. He's not doing it by himself. It helps when you have a team of people to help you, things seem a lot easier. Today, for instance, I'm at my mom's house recording this podcast. If I was at home with my two kids, it would be a completely different scenario. But my team is what's helping me get this podcast recorded. So mentality like that or thoughts like that will consume you and are so toxic because that's how I felt. I felt a lot of times like I'm not doing enough, but then I had to sit back and think to myself, well, shit, I got up this morning. I got my sons fed together. I put the dog outside. I've cleaned my house. I've done, I've done enough for myself to I've done enough today for myself to be proud of. And no, maybe, you know, you don't, you can't get time back. And maybe I could have done more, but there's always tomorrow. 
So that's kind of like the glass half empty, glass half full type of thing. Like, no, tomorrow's not promised. And I live in that and I relish in that because I've had a lot of personal experiences where I've where I've felt firsthand and I've realized firsthand that, um, you know, life is short, but life is actually long, too. It's like glass half full, glass half empty. Life is short, right? When you die, you realize, oh, I've only lived X amount of years. But you're like, oh shit, I've lived that amount of years. That's a long time to live. So the same thing with you not doing enough. But you did, you did enough for that day. Because tomorrow when you wake up, God forbid you don't wake up, but tomorrow when you wake up, you can pick up from where you left off at and don't feel like you are doing less because you're not, you're in that mind state of saying, well, Beyonce has the same 24 hours as me or Oprah or people running for president or now it's the Olympics. So Olympic athletes, you don't know what they do in their downtime and everybody deserves to have downtime no matter what it is that you do, or if you feel like you don't, like the world is such of a big place and the world is filled with so much happiness. And literally, if you, if you blink, you'll literally miss it. You'll miss those happy parts of your life and you'll miss those things that the joy that life really brings because we, you get swept up in this hustle culture that America has, has consumed Americans with. Um, but back to like Rachel Hollis, that MLM, like that kind of mindset, that is what is being promoted to a lot of women, women in business, stay-at-home moms. And it's hard. That kind of mentality is hard. It is really hard coming from me. I'm a stay-at-home mom that is trying to like make a career for herself. Um, it's very hard to listen to things like that because it makes you feel like you're not enough. And it makes you feel like you haven't done enough or you haven't been enough for the situation. Like, oh, you're only a stay-at-home mom. But you have to relish in the fact that you are creating or teaching the future generation, right? Your kids and your nieces and nephews or whatever, you're helping them become better people as well as you learning in your raising of them process. I don't know what kind of mom I would classify myself as, um, but I think that I'm a good mom. I lose my temper a lot with my son. I have to take breaks a lot. I have to get myself in check. Sometimes my newborn son, or he's not newborn, but he's four months, he'll start crying and he consistently cries and I don't know what to do. And sometimes it's overwhelming and that's okay. And sometimes I have to put him down, walk away, take a drink of water, take a breath and come back and reevaluate the situation because you're tired, you're worn out, you feel alone because you're at home a lot of the time, you're doing stuff just with your kids. And yes, you have your kids with you, but you don't have any adult conversation and you can feel alone. So that's what that hustler culture will consume you and it make you feel like you're not doing enough. But when actuality, you are, and you don't have to, you don't have to lose yourself in that. 
And you don't have to lose yourself in the fact that you aren't doing enough, or you don't have to lose yourself in the fact that you're a stay-at-home mom by choice or, you know, by, um, you know, your husband is financially stable enough for you not to have to work, that it would, the money that you're making would cause your kids would be just the price of daycare. And you guys agree that you want to be a stay-at-home mom, or if you're just a stay-at-home mom now because we're in a demi and things are changing and you can't find a job or you don't feel comfortable with putting your kids in preschool or daycare, like it, you, you get lost in that. I commend moms. I really do that feel comfortable enough to put their kids in daycare I really do. It has been a very hard pill for me to swallow to put my 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 three-year-old in daycare. Um, I would not put my four-month-old in daycare because I didn't put my older son in daycare when he was his age. So it just wouldn't feel right to me to do that. But I just, I just, I can't, I, I really can't think about putting my son in daycare. I don't know what it is. I don't know why that's never been an option for me. And it's it's a hard pill for me to swallow. And it's a hard realization for me because that's the choice that I've made and that my, that my husband has helped me to achieve. But it's hard because I want to be this woman, right? And I want to be this phenomenal woman for my kids and for myself. And a lot of that would be would be a lot easier to achieve if I would, A, have not had kids so soon, right? If I would have started having kids maybe now that I'm 27 instead of at 23. Or if I bit the bullet and, and said, oh, I'm going to put my son in daycare and, you know, twice a week and be able to do the stuff that I want to do. But now that I have two kids, it's like, yeah, I can put Zion in daycare, but what am I doing with my younger son? Because I don't, I don't want that for him. So you, you toggle with this back and forth and you have to just work with what your situation is and not let that hustle culture consume your actions and consume what it is that you are doing because what you're doing is enough. And you don't want people to say, or people saying, well, Beyonce has the same 24 hours as day, or you, especially on social media, you see a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, right? And you see these, these lives that they lead on social media and you're like, well, shit, why can't I do that? Or you see, you follow a lot of moms and you see, you know what I mean? They're doing it all. They have this social media business or they have this YouTube channel or they're cleaning their house and it doesn't feel realistic to you. And you have to make your own real, like realization, realization for yourself, realization for yourself and make your own normal and make your own situation be what you to be what you be what you want to aspire to. 
I never knew what kind of adult that I would be because I'm so consumed. I have kids, but every day I wake up like, shit, I have kids, like it's mind blown. But I'm so consumed about being who I am at the moment. I'm so consumed of being Bianca, who's 27, that I can't think about Bianca being 28 or Bianca being 26 because I'm so consumed with this notion that shit, I'm 27 and I don't didn't know what to expect about adulthood. Now, things have not been hard for me in any way. I'm blessed enough to be able to stay home with my kids. I was blessed enough to go to college and get a degree. I was blessed enough to have these experiences and I've I've been blessed enough to travel and I've been blessed enough to live a very fruitful life. Um, I, and, and some could call it privilege. I haven't, I have had the privilege to, you know, meet what I would say is like, you know, the love of my life and to be married and to be happy. But you always feel like you could be doing more. And me being so consumed in the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing now, it's hard for me to break away from that and to break away from just making or setting or achieving goals because I'm so consumed I'm so consumed in my day to day and it's very hard to do that. So if you have any tips or tricks for me to break away from that kind of you only live once day by day kind of mentality that I have, please help me because there are things that I want to do. I'm a very big I'm not a procrastinator. If I get up and say like, oh I want to do this today, I'll do it. But what I am is a there's always tomorrow type of person. And that's all true. And I want people to think about that more. But it's like me for it's like that for me sometimes every day. I'd be like, oh, there's always tomorrow. Instead of just saying, like, oh, you know what I mean? I chilled today and did minimal work, but then when I wake up tomorrow, I actually have to do something because then the next day I'll say, Well, there's always tomorrow. So this podcast isn't too long and I don't think I'm going to keep all my podcasts like under 30 minutes because I just want you to, it just be like a little bit, just a little bit, just to give you something to think about. Like, don't let that hustle culture, that hustle mentality consume you because you are so much more than somebody telling you to rise and grind. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Rise and grind. What? Early bird gets the worm. What? What is that? What is that even? What does that even mean? Um, I don't know if I'm gonna do this every episode. I have to write like a blueprint for myself, and I, I'm a, I'm a list maker, so I'm gonna do that. But if you are having any troubles, like if you are having troubles trying to break away from that hustle mentality, or you're consumed by that hustle culture that is toxic, and you realize that it's toxic. Um, if you, you know, if Jesus, if you're down with Jesus, I don't know how to say that, but if you're, you know, believe in Christ and are a Christian, whatever it is that you believe, there is um, on the Holy Bible app in the app store. I don't know if it's for Android, but the Holy Bible app in the app store has a um, praying plan or a, they call them just plans on this app, but they're basically like just little 
five to seven day or three to seven day little devotionals really that other um, people in the the community of the Holy Bible app put together um, on different topics. So I've read the devotional. It was a five day devotional for kingdom business owners called Grace Over Grind and how toxic that um, hustle culture is and how to, you know, kind of get through it. It has its five days. It has a devotional and a a verse for you to read for that day. You can listen to it. It has an ability for you just to listen to it. And um, I think that is, it will help you. It will help you, you know, with your realization that, you know, God is in control and God will give you what you want but you just have to know what you want and how to do it and how hustle culture or that hustle mentality can kind of break you away from that. So check it out. It's called Grace Over Grind. Like I said, it has over a hundred thousand completions. So the people have gone down with it. I actually completed mine earlier this year and it's been it's been helpful, but I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want more from me, make sure you check out my YouTube channel at Bianca Siobhan. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Bianca Siobhan as well. And BiancaShiobhan.com is a thing now. So make sure you check out my blog and subscribe to my um, weekly posts on there if you enjoy me. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Bye.